Hi everybody, my name is Landon Arenas. Thanks for listening to episode 122. I love our Texas Apologetic Podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. B. Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. We ain't gonna believe this. We used to fit right here. I'd hold you up to say to your mother, this kid's gonna be the best kid in the world. This kid's gonna be somebody better than anybody ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching every day was like a privilege. Did the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world? And you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame. Like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always going to love you no matter what. No matter what happens. You're my son. You're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't gonna have a life. Don't forget to visit your mother. Don't forget to visit your mother. Great speech, but even better the ending, brother. <laughs> that is a good one. Don't forget to visit your mother. Don't we need that right now? Brother, I feel like I want to jump up and just go. Yeah? Where are we going? <laughs> in and out? <laughs> you get a burger? I ain't hungry, you know? <laughs> that oh, is hilarious. Dude, 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 how's, how's the mood of the country not right now, brother? Is everybody feeling kind of downhearted right now? Oh, man. Where are they? They're hiding in their safe space somewhere. I don't think that's all the country, but uh, maybe a portion. Portion of it. Uh, I thought all the people in their safe spaces. That came country out is in chaos, my brother. We're all over the place. You know, we have a president can't remember what he's doing. The president can't even remember his secretary of state's name. No. 
I'm sorry. That's he, a president, a chief executive that can't remember. Uh, yeah. 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 What else? Forgets what he's talking about in the middle. Still calls Trump the president. <laughs> yeah, I'm hearing a lot of people calling Trump the president still. <laughs> I think there's buyer's remorse and uh, uh, a longing for the good old days, which wasn't that long ago. <laughs> true, true. Hey, by the way, pro-life <laughs> Democrats are pretty discouraged about what's happening with Biden. They feel like they have been duped. <laughs> Well, um, how long do you think it's going to be before Kamala takes over? You know what? That 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 that, that should be. We should be making some major bets on that one. <laughs> I don't know. I I'll give it a year. You think he's going to last a year? I'm being nice and courteous, <laughs> All right, bro. <laughs> a year. A you year. Know. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, I think uh, some some are saying that Trump's running a shadow government like Obama did. Mm. So who knows? Who knows? We bro. will see. There's a lot of weird things. A lot but, of uh, weird things happening. Can't. Oh, talking about canceling. I got a story for you. So I came across an article, right? It's an article. That had to do with a band. And not, you know, not the band band, but one of its man band members. So the, one of the guitarists, a guitarist for a band called Mumford & Sons. I don't know if you're familiar with them. I am, yes. Uh, I'm not a country guy, but I've heard of them. And uh, so, oh, come on. So I came across this article, bro. This is This is pretty awesome. So it's... Oh, come on. Why is it when you want to push the article, it gives you everything else except the article? Hold on. Come on. Close. Close. <laughs> come on. Shapiro. I don't want to see you, too. Shapiro. There we go. <clears throat> so, Mumford and Son, Which I, the I guitarist. Happen like, I, I happen to like them, by the way. They're you good. like them? Okay. Yeah, I figure you would probably know them more than I do. Yeah, and they're a good so, Mumford and Sons guitarist steps away from band for promoting book from conservative reporter. So it kind of gives you here uh, Mumford and Sons banjo player and lead guitarist announced Tuesday that he will be stepping away from the band and offered an apology after he faced backlash from a for a now deleted tweet promoting a book from reporter Andy. Uh, I it's N G O. That's the last name. Andy, no go. Uh, when? Well, 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 no. Well, yeah. Well, in in and I know it's pretty language. silent in the end, right? So it's, it's yeah. No, no so it's, go. So it's like a W sound. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. like that. Mm-hmm. Andy, whoa. Mm-hmm. Let's go with that. Uh, and it says on a quote here, I have offended not only a lot of people I don't know, but also those closest to me, including my bandmates. And for that, I am truly sorry. Winston Marshall posted in a tweet, adding, As a result of my actions, I am taking time away from the band to examine my blind spots. Marshall prays, no, or no, no, NGO, over the weekend on the publication of his book, Unmasked. I think I've seen the book, too. Which offers a look inside Antifa's radical plan to destroy democracy. Finally, had the time to read your important book, You're a Brave Man, the Musical Talent Tweeted. Uh, so it gets a little bit into a story. That, that so was, for that... That was a tweet. Yeah. So that was a tweet. So 
Marshall was called a Nazi who likes fascist propaganda by critics of the Post, the Hollywood Reporter uh, outline. It says, one user wrote in a similar deleted reply to Marshall's tweet, I may be naive, but banjo player from Munford and Sons comes out as Nazi. Was not a headline I first saw. This is how bad this guy got. So anyways, he gave in. He is taking time off from the band. To be honest, being in bands, brother, and knowing what it takes to be in a band, you will take everything back to continue in good light because you want that contract. You want to continue in that band. You know music. Oh, yeah. What chances do you give that a producer or someone like that cornered him and said, you need to fix this? Oh, most definitely. I I even think his bandmates did it, too. Because maybe the manager got to the bandmates, told them, hey, this guy, he's not going with the flow. You better check him. And maybe they both... Because they don't want bad publicity. Yeah, yeah. Because they're... I mean, they got a record label. Right. You know? And I'm sure the record label has them, you know, by the hair. And it's like, no, you will correct Well, they got a contract. Yeah, of course. And they could probably say, well, this is a violation of the contract in this line here or whatever. right. So, that's the world we live in. Yeah. So, what I did, I made a comment, brother. (laughs) My comment simply was, this is men nowadays. Cowards, no backbone, easily insulted, and more effeminate than ever. Get what your get what your uh, get guess what your buddies at Facebook did to me, brother. Oh, my buddies, <laughs> I, my Facebook page. I've, I've ignored it. I've privatized it. The only person who see my Facebook page is my wife. I privatized it, and I've totally ignored it for the last I don't know three, four, five months. Go ahead. Good, good so, for you. Yeah. I think I'm gonna start doing the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So I get this reply at six thirty in the morning. Your comment goes against our community standards on hate speech and inferiority. No one else can see your comment. We have these standards to protect certain groups of people being described as inferior to others. Because I call men effeminate. Or I say there's more men being more effeminate than ever. Which is true. It's not an online comment. No. Yeah. And so when I try to reply and go, no. uh, they give you options. What to reply. You don't mm-hmm. agree with this warning. Blah, blah, blah. I click others so I can go. How about you guys violating my First Amendment right to freedom of speech? Right? Was that but an option? Not, <laughs> not even. All you click is other in a sense of response. And all you get is, ah, we reviewed and we still decide that our first right. decision, blah, blah, blah. Right. So anyways, I, I right. because of that, I posted something saying Facebook is exactly what I was implying about men in the comment they are warning me about. I'm 100% sure it is. it was the effeminate part mentioned in my comment. Maybe I should have used cuss words, threats, and nudity, making a fool out of myself instead of logic, and therefore not get warned. <laughs> That's good. That's pretty good. Because <laughs> it's true. But brother, yeah. this is the world we're living in. We were just talking about our last podcast, Cancel yeah. Culture, and, you know, Cat in the Hat. Yeah. Dr. Sue's getting counsel. Yeah. Have I'm, you seen the memes off of that? Oh, by the way? it's fantastic. <laughs> it's great. They are hilarious. I posted. There's some very creative people. Very cur- creative. <laughs> I actually posted a comment. Funny thing, it got flagged. <laughs> uh, and it's because in what I did, so it got flagged. It said missing context. That's what it was flagged as. The same information was checked in another post by independent fact checkers, right? 
And all I did was posted this meme, brother. It says, I do not like this Biden twit. I do not like him even one bit. I do not like his creepy stare. He often makes me want to swear. I do not like all the diversity or forgive intuition to university. I do not like his immigration views. Most times he's just very confused. I do not like the way he speaks. We'll have to buy oil from the sheiks. I do not like his view on war or most things he stands for. I do not think that he is smart. He's really just a dumb old fart. Oh, no. <laughs> he really doesn't have much use. Now, he's gone and killed Dr. Seuss. Oh. And it's Cat in the Hat. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, yep. Now, who did that one? Is that? I, I don't know. I, I came across it, and I just reposted it. And it's funny because when I posted it, brother, all I said was, let the fact-checking begin. Literally, two minutes later, fact-checked. You know how many times <laughs> in my YouTube videos I've, I have attacked uh-huh. YouTube executives and fact checkers. Oh, I know. I've heard you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard you. <laughs> I've got Adam. Yeah. I'm like, go ahead. Come on. Yeah. Go ahead. Take out my YouTube uh, thing. Uh, you know what? Um, I'll have a team of lawyers coming after you. Yeah. You know, I'll have a, you know, I'll just, I just, I'm just like egging, 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 yeah. poking yeah. it. That would be you, the, yes. And, and, and then the last, last one I said, you guys haven't messed with my YouTube channel yet. We love you guys. You're awesome. <laughs> oh, that is great. That is great. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think they just, they're just like, I, I think what it is, it's the same technique I used when I was working a foot beat in Southeast San Diego at oh. one point. And also I had one uh, over in uh, where, mm-hmm. where Mid-City is now. Yeah, 50, yeah, yeah. 54th University. I was oh, having yeah, a foot yeah. oh, Gunshots yeah. every night, right? Oof. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> everybody thought I was stark raving crazy. And they left me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so I think YouTube execs think I'm just totally loony. And look, look, we we don't want to upset this guy. Yeah, you know, he yeah. might he might come and shoot the place up or something. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. let that be a lesson, wow. folks. Let that be a lesson. Sometimes for sure. it's not apologizing <laughs> you to do. Sometimes you just like you need to walk in and rip the band room up. That's rip up the studio, start throwing some equipment around, Man. and 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 uh, and then, and then uh, they're like, oh, it's okay, it's yeah, okay, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. And then they calm you down. And you go, okay, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Brother. Good stuff. You know, then they leave you alone because <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They, they don't want you to come after them. <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. But what, did, what did Jesus do to the money changers? He whipped him. <laughs> he did some whipping. He did some WWF. What yeah. he did, he did some, yeah. did some, he did some octagon. That says he was turning table. I think he was slamming them into the tables. <laughs> I think he was a, I think he was original Gracie Jujitsu black belt. What he was probably, <laughs> probably. But man, so, this is where we live, brother. Yeah. But. I get the guitars as a reason why he said, you know what? I'll recant on what I said. I've offended a lot of people. Yeah, you don't want to lose that money from that contract. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was because that's not genuine. No, no. It's not a genuine uh, apology because no. you know he's going against his beliefs to do that. Yeah. I mean, you're going against the flow. I mean, you are in a band that is, you know, popular 
people like you. They're, I mean, they pay to go to your concerts. They so I'm, anything that is not going against the, uh, anything that goes against the flow of where our culture is going nowadays. Mm-hmm. Oh, forget it, bro. You you're gonna be. I love their lyrics. I love their their music style. Uh-huh. I mean, there's nothing bad in their songs. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. very actually very uplifting. Yeah, and very wholesome mm-hmm. songs. They really are, uh, which is refreshing in a day like this. Yeah, for a secular band. Well, yeah, for yeah, and and uh, I wonder how much backlash they're going to get now. Yeah, on the other side, because yeah. this is what the producers and, and the uh, managers don't understand. Mm-hmm. There's a whole other side of oh, yeah. the population that's going to come with torches and, and burn the place down. Oh yeah, you know. And this is what happens you know. anytime a man has a record no. deal. Mm-hmm. Trust me, the record companies pretty much own you. Probably the band itself only owns ten percent of. You mean whatever uh, you know contract they have? You mean kind of like the globalist bankers that all pretty much, brother. <laughs> record labels will own you. Yeah. So what's happening yeah. now? There's a lot mm-hmm. of. I mean, right now, do you have any artists that will talk about what's going on in our world now? No, because against of, cancel culture, against ABC, you know, any type of issue that we're going through. No, because they'll get canceled. Well, take right away, that right? and expand it out to the common person whose HR department at his work. Mm-hmm. Is a threat to them. Yeah, they do a Facebook post. They walk into work the next day and they're in trouble at work. Right, and, and HR wants to see them, or their boss wants to see them because HR contacted their boss. You know, because uh, well, he didn't. He didn't toe the line. Yeah, right. You know, and that's that's what the entire country is facing. Mm-hmm. So, if there are people out there that are willing, yeah, to stand up to their HR departments then why can't musicians be willing to stand up to their managers and their contracts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this this is not just them. No. This is everybody. It's Yeah, it's way past... I don't, People don't understand how bad it is. It, it's, it goes to that level, which we've spoken about, globalist, globalist level. Right. Just like it's... You know, it's it's all over the banks and you know and, and uh, politics. It's in it's in the music world as well. Right. And people don't do not know. So right. the only way people are able to you know have a voice in something is is doing it independently. Which brings me to a point. I don't know. Our podcast was going to go this way, but I'm glad it did. I'm not a fan of hip hop rap. Right. Okay. I'm not one fan. I, I the majority of the stuff that is nowadays I think is not very good. You know, and, and rhyming, okay, some people have talent rhyming, but it's most of the time is about money, women, you know, stealing, killing, rape. I mean, you talk about it. Uh, so, right. one time I came across this gentleman, you know, white guy, tattoos oh, the devil. on his face. The white guy? Yeah, That's white the, guy. The he's dev- from Canada. The, the devil himself, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much white because <laughs> he's white exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and he has his hair, hair, long hair, but he braids it. Okay. And I thought, oh no, another guy just trying to be like a super duper hip hop artist. But then I paid attention to the actual title of the song that it was being promoted, brother. And I said, huh, I'm gonna click on it. So the name of the of, of the of the uh, um, song was Fake Woke. Nice. It it caught my eye. I'm like, I'm gonna click on it. Oh boy. 
I've never have come across a more logical, smart, and talented individual that later I find out after I search and search, he does his own rhymes, his own writing, his own music, he produces, he records, and his fiance does his music video. So he doesn't release a song, he releases it with a music video. And it was like the most captivating thing because this man is basically saying, why are we faking these things in our life? I mean, mm -hmm. titles, again, Fake Woke. He wrote another call, Clown World. Mm -hmm. The opening line for Clown World, I even <laughs> I even posted it. What's, title, what's his artist's name? His name is Tom McDonald. He is from originally from Canada. And he is now in the United States, and he, live, he lives in the L.A. area. He's an independent artist that does hip-hop. And, you know, uh, he's all about, you know, staying true to the rights of individuals. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he even talks about, don't push the, 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 uh, um, uh, the trans agenda on me. You know, and right. it's very logical in the way right, right. he makes sense. Opening line, one of the songs, it says, you're worried about leaving a better planet for our kids. How about leaving better kids for our planet? Nice. I like that. That's the type of rhymes that you get from this guy. That is thinking right there. And his numbers, brother, wow. A couple of his songs, they're about 10 million. He's at top of the billboard. Top of the billboard means you're big time. And he didn't have to sign a contract. He has that. no contract. All he has is a distributor. And he and he has the people. And he had, that's the main thing. You said it. Once it picked up traction, brother, it's like, yeah, I want to say that. Right. So once you find a voice and people just start drawing to that voice because, hey, he's saying what we're all thinking. You think YouTube is going to cancel him after he has 10 million views? You know how much money that's generating for YouTube? You think they're going to let him go? Even even although it's all against what YouTube believes? That's a lot of money. Money talks. Oh, money talks, brother. Money I mean, you're talks. talking in the millions, 10 million, 15 million, right. 5 million views. All his songs basically are up there. So he's he's now of course he's making money off that as well. Oh well, yeah, he's he's starting to make money. Is yeah, there, he's starting is, to make money. Does he have advertising on his music videos he, or is he uh, how does that work? At the end of his music video, he has a little screenshot of his face and like his social uh, social media, you mm -hmm. know, Instagram, his uh, tweets, mm -hmm. and on the description he'll have um, links to his website mm -hmm. where you can purchase music, mm -hmm. uh, which is being distributed to iTunes. And, and I think, I mean, the music mm -hmm. for an independent artist, it's very well recorded, mm. very well recorded. So. So he got a free advertisement out of us just now. But, uh, I mean, it's worth it. Yeah. If he's, if he's, I mean, yeah. the way hip-hop is, music is nowadays, how bad it is. Go listen to this guy, Tom McDonald. I mean, he Tom makes McDonald. you think. He makes people go, wait a minute. Yeah, that's right. Or, man, I've been wanting to say that. He's saying it for all of us. He's real. He's, he's extremely real. real. And when he does interviews, yeah. very smart. I mean, you see him, he looks scary because tattoos, and he said, that's just, you know, I like tattoos. That's, I, that's what people are looking for. They're just looking for genuine. Yeah, something very genuine, genuine. Something real. They're tired of fake. They're tired of, oh, I'm just doing it for the money. 
They're tired of, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be what the powers to be tell me to be. I'm going to be plastic. I'm going to be a robot. I'm going to be, I'm, I'm not going to be someone who has a coherent thought in my brain. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to be a robot doing what they tell me so I can go along to get mm-hmm. along. Right? right? No, people are looking for real. Yeah. Yeah, so he's got great material. I mean, I don't know why we're promoting. I mean, because I mean, once I find somebody good, there, he has a song about cancer, a song about sobriety. He was an alcoholic. Those are the best. The former alcoholics. And those guys, I've I've known many of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they understand things about life that few people understand. Oh yeah, and the way he lays it, I mean, it's unbelievable how he tells a story. Um, uh, mental health because he struggles. He struggled with mental health, you know. And he he tells you, and the lyrics are he's you know singing. Like, he he sings as well, by the way. He does choruses and stuff like that. But when he's you know doing his hip hop rapping or putting his lyrics, it's I mean he's telling you a story, and right. it's like wow. And he's very smart. They asked him. I think one one news uh, station asked him, "Oh, where do you get your smart? Are your are your parents scholars or you know teachers?" No, they were just smart people. They read. They right. had a mind to think. Right. They told me, "Hey, Tom, this is right. This they, is wrong." They they were not the product of mind uh, control and propaganda yep they were able to think yeah. on their own they were to think outside the box away from the norms yeah able to think yes that That's speech the, at the beginning brother mm-hmm. it's you can relate he i'm sure he'll relate to that because he, his dad gave him a speech at one point he said when he was growing up to where it's like hey man nobody's gonna do anything for you you have to go and do it yourself you better go get it done and if you yep. slip and fall and tell you tear yourself up right you gotta get up again and go Right. So, I don't know. This whole, I mean, is it amazing our Pascal how it works? A lot yes. of times we're like, well, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. But this is what this is what, what's needed out there. In the world it where is. with the struggles that we have, the issues that we have. Um, this is what people are hungry for. This is what people are hungry for. Exactly, brother. Yeah. So, my, yeah. My, you've seen, talk about the growth of my videos. I, I'm just, I lay it out on my videos. I tell you, folks, this man... I love it because and the, I don't the Lord. No, he doesn't advertise. The, the Lord just blessed him with knowledge, logical knowledge, and I mean, you read and you search mm-hmm. to the point where his channel, his YouTube channel, has gone from what were you averaging at first, brother? Oh, a few, a hundred, two hundred, yeah, maybe. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, listeners, 80, right? Nine, sure. You know, yeah. Once few, he started views. and caught traction. On talking about the issues we're dealing with now, mm-hmm. exactly what people want to hear. Guess what? Your mm-hmm. channel started going in the thousands. Yes, overnight, ten thousands, right? Yeah, yeah. It just happened. I, I got one uh, that hit over a hundred thousand because people are hearing from you what they have in their mind, being wanting to say or being wanting to hear. And you, you're one of those voices, you know, that people will go, yeah, I want to listen to that guy. I want to follow that guy. Yeah. You know? And the I'm most not- amazing thing is that you use the word of God, bro. Yeah, I'm not looking, and I'm not looking for followers. I'm looking no. for independent thinkers. Independent thinkers. I'm looking for people who will challenge me as much as I challenge them. Yeah. 
I mean, the you title know. of your YouTube channel, The Trail Thinker. Trail Thinker. And uh, <laughs> somebody at work asked me, because there's folks at work that watch it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And uh, they were saying, uh, you know, they, they started joking around with me, you know, and said, hey, Trail Thinker, you know. And then they <laughs> like, I love I it. I can't work one day. Trail Thinker. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, you watch my channel. But, uh, <laughs> I love but, it. But, uh, <laughs> I told him, I said, you know, I said, the way I came up with that title is when I used to do my hikes. Yeah. Back when I was hiking before COVID hit and everything got shut down and all this stuff was going on, but I was hiking a lot and I'd, I'd hit the trail and that, that would be my time mm-hmm. to get away from all of the hustle and bustle and all of the stuff that's going on yep. and have some serenity and have some time to think through things and just relax. And that, so I, one day I just thought that's a great, that's a great YouTube title, yep. Trail Thinker, you know, on, I'm on the trail thinking. We're all on the on a trail in life thinking. Yeah. Thinking our way through life, trying to figure out, you know, and life is the greatest educator out there. Yeah. Um, you can have a fancy, fancy degree on the wall, which is wonderful if you have that kind of a mind to be able to get a PhD in engineering or science or something. I'm, I'm talking about something other than, you know, cultural studies, something yeah. that actually requires some real real ability. Um, God gifted you with that. That's wonderful. But there's other people that are well, they're gifted mm-hmm. well yeah. in other ways. I have just as much regard and respect for the for the custodian that cleans the classroom as I do the professor that walks in to teach it. Mm-hmm. Because both are of great value, and I'll, I'll tell you right now, all you gotta do is let the custodial department go go um, <laughs> on vacation for a week and don't clean for a week, and I'll guarantee those professors will be screaming for those custodians. Yeah, yeah. And, and life is comp is it's compartmentalized. Yeah, and we don't we don't we have to think on that. We we think if somebody has a PhD in science, they know everything. Or PhD in philosophy, they know everything. No, they don't. Yeah. Life is compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. Uh, next time, if you think that, next time your your car breaks down, go to your um, math professor and ask him to go go check your car out and fix it for you. Yeah. And let's see how far that goes. <laughs> Not far. No, <laughs> you're going to drive it to the mechanic that has a high school <clears throat> education and a certificate from a community college from the auto shop, and he's going to fix the car. Mm-hmm. And get it done right. right. The math professor will be scratching his head going, I, d- d- I have no clue. Right? <laughs> but you take that mechanic, put him in, the, in, in a calculus class. Oh, yeah. It's going to At the university. <laughs> yep. The, 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 mecha- the mechanic's scratching his head and the math professor's in his element. Life is compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a specialty. Everybody has an ability. We all have different learning styles. Yeah, people who I mean, you know, I used to teach, right, right, and uh, and people who um, have good memories and the build, the ability to absorb information by lecture or reading because they're they're going to have to read the textbook, they're going to have reading assignments, and put it on paper. They do well in university and college. But the people who learn by observing and by actually performing the task, they don't do well in college mm-hmm. or university. Yeah. And sometimes not well in high school because <laughs> that's not how the education system is set up. Yeah. But some people learn better by actually performing the task. 
and actually, or they learn better by watching someone perform the task and then they have it down. Mm-hmm. But you tell, hand them a manual and say, here's a manual on the task and tell them to read it. Uh, they're going to sit there and fiddle their fingers going, uh, 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 can, can I see you do it? Right? Exactly. Because our brains are wired differently. And we have a one-size-fits-all education system, and we think that because somebody has a particular style of learning and a particular ability and memory, that they're more intelligent than everybody else. No. Everybody's intelligent. Yep. In their own way. We have to understand that, you know, and we have to stop putting ourselves down. Well, we don't want those common people in here in Congress running things. Why not? That do better job than what's in there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because why? Because life is a great teacher. That's right. And they have life. Yeah. You know, they've lived life. That they, they are the former. They are the alcoholic that, that's that's saying I've got 360 days of sobriety. Yeah. You know, they are the person who's struggling with bipolar. They are the person who's Fixing your car, cleaning your classroom. Should we go down the list? Those are the people I want in Congress because they have life. Life has taught them many things that you can't learn in the classroom. You can't learn from a certificate on the wall. Mm -hmm. I've got, how many books would you say I have here, brother? Maybe 500 or so? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily 500? Sure, yeah. I'm a reader. I love to read. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'd say that. But but that doesn't make me more intelligent than anybody else. No. I mean, I go to the, I, I know some basics. You know how I know basics of car mechanics? I watch YouTube videos on people fixing cars. And that's another thing. You know? It's so much easier now to learn something. It is. Because of YouTube. Because right. of the internet. So I can pull it into the mechanic and go, I think it's probably this. Yeah. And the mechanic usually will come back later and go, that was a good guess, but no, it's this over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. But I'm trying, you know. Sure, sure. I mean, I know, I know when, I know, like, it, for example, if it won't start, it's either the battery, the starter, or it's a, a bad connection on wiring. I mean, I can run it down that way, mm-hmm. you know. I understand those things, right? Uh, a person who doesn't, who's never looked at an engine, doesn't, you know, they're not going to even know that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're not smart. Yeah. So I mean, we we need to stop thinking that someone's better than we are, or that we're better than someone else. And that's what we the people is all about. Yeah. We're a collective. Yes. We learn from each other. Iron sharpens iron. We grow by by communication. Open communication. We can't have open communication when there's all this censorship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Community standards? What community standards? That's not community standards. That's totalitarianism. Community standards is you don't walk over your neighbor and steal his stuff, or you don't punch your neighbor in the nose, but you can have open dialogue and mm-hmm. disagree with each other vehemently and do it with a smile on your face and come back the next day and do it and still love your neighbor. That's what we need. Mm, good stuff. Man, that's good stuff. I feel inspired tonight. That's good stuff. <laughs> but yeah. You know what? Because I, I saw your reaction when I read you the quote from that song. Yeah. I'm going to read you the lyrics. <clears throat> okay. Tom McDonald, right. Clown World. And it, it goes with everything you're talking about right now and what we're talking about. All right. <clears throat> so it says, 
You worried you worried about leaving better a better planet for our kids. How about leaving a better kids for our planet? Entire regeneration offended at everything, getting mad that a human thinks all lives matter. We don't need black or white or left or right. All we need is common sense. We need balance. <laughs> we don't need black Oh, I'm sorry. Skip that. We're all in the same boat. Why are you trying to make holes? If they sink, we sink. This is madness. <laughs> yeah. I'm offended that you're offended by me taking offense. Trump can build a wall. Why does your house have a fence? I believe in two genders. I'm not mad at the rest. I'm just I'm just confused when a dude has a beard and some breasts. <laughs> Maybe he's overweight. <laughs> <laughs> we would always he's a bigger have, t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would always agree. No. I don't hate all police. No. I don't think that the system's racist. I just think the system hates people. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got that right. <laughs> I think I think fighting violence with more violence is what they want. Viruses and riots, people dying, we won't stay home. Black lives matter, all lives matter. What is all this division for? It's modern segregation. This is setting up a civil war. And his chorus goes, burn the circus down, because the world is full of clowns. They're stupid and they're proud. Painted smiles on their mouths. I don't hang with bozos, homie. I can't be around you. Anyone who knows me knows my feet don't fit in clown shoes. <laughs> These are good. When very, I, yeah, he's great. Watch this. Very creative. Very yeah. good. When I was a child, the only races that we hated were the ones that we ran and didn't win. Then we stopped playing with each other, started hating on each other, started noticing the color of our skin. Christians and atheists, immigrants, patriots, we love the country, but we are not saying it. Wages don't, ra don't raise to the rate of inflation, and half of the country hates all of the nation. It's funny that we think that the world owes us something. All the phones got smart, but the people got dumb. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Ouch! We care more about the likes on a selfie than our moms, and the only time we ever speak the truth, it's when we're drunk. Wow! <laughs> we won't mm. always agree. No, we don't hate all police. No, your thoughts and opinions ain't facts, and they are not defining my reality. No, I think pick and size divides. It's probably what has got us here. United States is, is, is great regardless. That's what we forgot here. Black lives matter. All lives matter. What, are, what is all this division for? It's modern segregation. This is setting up a civil war. And in his final uh, verses, they tell you, be yourself. And then they judge you on the internet till everybody hates you for it. If Jesus was alive, I swear to God, I don't like that part, but that y'all would cancel him. Because lately, being negative is the real new normal. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. If you're thick, you're fat. You're rich, you're bad. You're poor, you're black. You're white, you're whack. They lie, it's facts. My generation needs a bunch of free condoms. Because common sense ain't that common. <laughs> This is what they wanted. This is how they planned it. This is to control everyone on the planet. Then we put each other in caskets, protest and panic, and they take advantage to manage the damage. 
We won't always agree, no, and he goes through, and then the last part says, I think the elites are real, but they ain't drinking baby's blood. There's a story behind the baby's blood. Do you know about that? I, I know what it is in the, okay. the Adronicon. Right. Yeah. They're creating chaos, so they have something to save you from. Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, what is this division for? So he goes on that. Basically calling out the system on his song called Clown World. Wow. Because he says everything's from within that it's creating this. They're making, they're creating the issues mm -hmm. so that people get up in arms, fight with each other for the, for this, right. for that issue. Right. And guess what? That same system comes around and saves you from that so they can control you completely. It's the sleight of hand that the magician does. Yep. You're looking over on one side while he's doing something on the other side and you yep. don't see it. And this is what they do. Yep. And they divide and conquer. Yep. Yeah. So that's the type of thinking that this artist, Tom McDonald. You know what you know what I was thinking of while you were reading that? Uh-huh. You said it's Tom McDonald? McDonald, yeah. Tom McDonald is the adult's modern day Dr. Seuss. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Because I, I was just listening to lyrics and I could hear Dr. Seuss coming out with his pithy rhymes and yeah. how he he was just so good at at putting the words together, uh -huh. and and this guy's like that. Yeah, no, he, he's like I said. I'm not, I don't like. I'm not a hip hop. You know, it's not my favorite genre. It's nothing that I listen to. I, I don't find out. I mean, it's talent to rhyme something and to rhyme it in, mm -hmm. in hip hop fast. Mm -hmm. But I, in particular, don't think that is. It's not my favorite. Let's put it that. <laughs> But uh, well, it caught my attention. I, I I saw the title and was like, wait a minute, let me check this out. Mm -hmm. And that's it just blew me away because it's like, wow, that's like every, everybody that is thinking and wanting to say. Mm -hmm. And then this guy is saying it. And the people that are trying to shut him down, it's not enough. They're not surpassing 10 million listens on YouTube, you know? So it's like... He, he doesn't have to apologize to no. anybody. And he has no, no manager hoarding over him. And, uh, you know, and if, you know what? If... If Mumford and Son got out of their contract and went independent, they mm -hmm. would do just fine. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't need no stinking contract yeah. with no stinking record company. Yeah, you know. Well, I, I'm showing my age now. Record. Yeah, company, I know. But, record company. You know, <laughs> Columbia Records. Uh, but uh, but I mean, they don't need that. No, if this guy's true. doing what he's doing. Imagine what Mumford and Son could. They'd probably do even better yeah. without that. Yeah. Now they've hurt themselves because the guy wouldn't apologize. Yep. Yep. I mean, I, you know? I was discussing with my wife, and she goes, well, you would have done. I said, I would have stand on the truth. Well, I still believe on this, and if you want to counsel me, go ahead and counsel me. Yep. I'll go work somewhere else. That's all, all right. right. You, you and take, I... You yeah. and I know the backstory and the pressure that they're under right now. Oh yeah, but uh, and a lot of people are not going to make that connection mm -hmm. unless you're in that industry, right? But there comes a time when you're going to lose your world, you're going to lose your nation, you're going to lose. Oh yeah, you you're going to lose a world that your grandchildren can live in that is free and worth living in. I mean, they're going to live under very, very horrible totalitarian circumstances. Most definitely. If we don't start fighting. And that's why I am so sick of hearing about, for example, 2024. Everybody's on 2024, 2024, 2024. No. Today. Forget 2024. Today. 
Today we start doing it. Today yeah. we yeah. start fighting. Yeah. Not 2024. Stop looking for the people at the top to come back and fix things. No, we fix it mm-hmm. at our level. Texas is saying they're going to build, finish building the border wall. Wow. The state of Texas. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I leave it to Texas. They're thumbing their nose at the federal government because, you know, they built it across California, Arizona. Right. New Mexico. I think New Mexico is along that that direction, right? Are they on the – so it's Arizona, New Mexico, and then Texas, right? Right. And then – so they're all along the the border there. Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty much. But they didn't finish it in Texas. Of course, Texas is huge – Absolutely humongous when it comes to, I mean, they have a huge border. And mm. so that's a lot of work. But yeah. they're coming in, they're saying, you know what? We're not waiting on the federal government to get this done. We're going to do it. Mm. They're setting up their own Texas style or their own Texas version of a border patrol. And they're going down and they're taking care of business on their border because they're saying there's too much drugs and too are too many drugs and too much human trafficking coming across the border. You know what they call families is actually human trafficking, but um, you know it's it's a big problem and they're not wait and good for them. It's yeah. Stop stop waiting for the federal government. Stop waiting. Stop waiting for Trump. Trump is doing what he's doing. For those of you who are waiting on him, he's doing what he's doing for a reason. He's waiting on us to get off our silly, lazy butts and start doing some things. Mm. You know? Good stuff. Uh, whatever we're capable of doing, yeah. whatever we're good at mm-hmm. that's going to be benefit the country, we need to do it. And we need to resist cancel culture. We need to resist the woke cult. Mm-hmm. And we need to resist anything that's going to try to divide us, to try to get us to hate our neighbor instead of love our neighbor. It doesn't matter who our neighbor is. I don't care what religion they are. I mean, I, I do in the sense of salvation. They need salvation through Christ. Amen. But I'm talking about as far as treating them well, mm-hmm. I don't care who they are. Yeah, I'm going to treat my neighbor well, Right. I mean, that's the key. So we can change things in this nation and around the world on a local level yeah. by simply doing what's right and simply standing up for what's right, even if it costs us. Yeah, man. Good stuff. You know, Joseph stood up for what was right when he wouldn't uh, yield to Potiphar's wife when she was trying to entice him. That's right. And he ended up in prison for it. I was going to suffer the consequence yeah, of that. It was the king's prison. <laughs> yeah. But God lifted him back up later. God used him. And it wasn't about Joseph. It was about God performing his work. And with us, it's not about us. It's about God's kingdom being built. And the church is supposed to be building God's kingdom. And I know people are waiting for a rapture. They're waiting for some other thing that's going to come along and rescue them. Stop, folks. Please stop just doing stop doing that. Because number one, you may not have your understanding of Bible prophecy correct. Mm-hmm. Okay? And number two, that's not what Christ told us to do. He told us to wait and to, to, to yeah. look for him to come in. 
Yeah, he told those disciples back then, keep an eye out because, you know, he was referring to 70, 70 AD when Jerusalem was going to go. He said, keep a watch because you don't want to get caught up in that mess when that happens. Yeah. That's what he was telling them. What did he tell us on a more general basis? To build his kingdom, to build his church, to go out and fulfill the Great Commission. That's where our focus needs to be. That's right. The ship's not sinking. We don't need to bell water. We need to start shining the brass. Yeah. Good stuff, bro. That's good stuff. It's uh, and it's what's needed. What what is needed to be done, to be accomplished, to be able to come together. And do those things. And then I guess more than anything, understanding each other, mm-hmm. even when there is issues involved, but being able to go, you know what? I will try to understand your side, understand mine. Mm-hmm. Let's you know, make logical decisions because of what really makes sense and what's true, standing on truth. Mm-hmm. And then from there on, hey, let's build this up. Let's. Right. You know, let, let's encourage each other. Let, let's move forward and doing mm-hmm. things the way it's supposed to be. Because, I mean, the way we're going, we're getting more divided and more divided and more divided to the point where, I mean, people are losing their lives because of one side or the other. Or because, of, you know, I mean, I've heard of families not speaking to each other because political political reasons, because of uh, you're on that side, I'm on this side. It's like, are you kidding me? Christians, families, brother. Wow. Wow. That's an issue. That's a problem. We've lost our way. We've we? lost our way. Once you get to the point where you're not even looking at what gives you life in the mornings when you wake up and you're forsaking that and just hating on your brother and completely disobeying God and loving your neighbor as yourself, mm-hmm. we lost our way, brother. We, we're just... <laughs> we're talking about loving our neighbors. We need to start loving our families. Yep. Yep. So that's how bad we're, we, it's, it's, it has gotten, mm-hmm. you know, and this is where we're at. So now it's like, you know, and I like the fact that you bring that up. Hey, we need to start locally. Right. Yeah, how can I help you with right. Yeah, I understand your position. This is my position. But you know what? We can agree to disagree amicably and move forward right. and help each other out. And we, yeah, and we have to make it happen. Yeah. No, it, it's true. Stop sitting around. Stop sitting around, folks, watching the one-eyed monster, the boob tube, <laughs> yep. Yep. the TV, the television, cable, satellite, whatever you got. Turn that garbage off. It's yeah. programming your mind. You're losing. You're losing it. You're, and it's and it's because of all <coughs> the propaganda, me. all the programming that you're getting. I I was in the barber shop the other day, mm-hmm. and I had to sit and watch a TV while they were cutting my hair. Okay. Um, and so yeah, I get the story I told you about the barbers jumping me, getting my hair. You know that was anyway. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I got oh, jumped by a awesome. bunch of barbers the other day, folks, and they took my hair. No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that is awesome. But I had to watch, I had to sit and look at that TV for 30 minutes, about maybe 20 minutes as they were cutting my hair. I felt nauseated walking out. Mm-hmm. 
because of what was on the television. And we're talking mm. just normal TV program. We're talking local news. Mm. Yeah. A, a, yeah. No, a local news program okay. made me want to throw up because it, it, it once you get away from it and you detox from it and you go back and you look at it again, it's sickening. The amount of, of deception... Propaganda, mm-hmm. gaslighting, mind control, manipulation that's in a 20 to 30 mm. minute news program. Uh, Imagine what else is on TV. Yeah. It's just mind boggling. I'm so glad I got rid of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, and you really literally do have to detox from it. And I believe we are getting stirred up. I stopped listening to a lot of talk radio. Because a lot of it was just way too angry. And I one day I woke up and I said, I don't want to be angry all the time. I don't want to be angry anymore. It's mm. exhausting. Yeah, no, it's it's true. And and, and it's it, it's just it's not healthy. It's not healthy mentally. Yeah. To be stirred up constantly, be angry at Someone else that's seen as the enemy. Oh, that person over there is destroying the country. And you just want to go and just punch them out or or chew them out, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm, Right. And that's from watching the news programs, the news commentaries. Yeah, yeah. The sitcoms are like that. And the talk shows are like that on the radios and stuff. We need to detox from that garbage, that's why we're we're at each other's throats, even family yeah. members. Take a step back, take a breath, live a little bit of life. It's still there, folks. If you want to go out and look at it, the flowers are still blooming and the birds <laughs> are still singing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, they're just waiting on us to come and listen. <laughs> That's so true. I mean, it's just it's yeah. so toxic what we've done to our society yeah we need to turn that garbage off and get back to normal life and and uh, and not wait for the politicians to give us permission to get back to normal life yeah just no, do it so true that is so true just do it jump jump i mean you jump know? the gun ahead of them i mean it's just yeah i'm not waiting on anybody to give me permission to do crap yeah no it's um it's like <laughs> it's like yeah it's, it's i've told you this before in this story i've one of my favorite sergeants I worked for years ago. Great guy. Just t- tough as nails. I mean, you're talking about a old school street cop. Mm-hmm. He was an old school, old school street cop, right? And we had briefing one day, and he was giving us the, the briefing and the instructions. You know, okay, we got, you know, we got gangs doing this over here. We got, you know, we've had bike thefts where they're coming in uh, with the pickup trucks run up and they'll grab the bike, throw them in the back of the truck, take off. We've got this, that, you know, he's giving us the, and he says, so I want some extra patrols over here. I need this. I want you to keep, guys, yeah. keep your eyes out on this. And he turns around and looks at me at the end of the brief and he goes, Jeff, he goes, just do whatever you want because I know what, dude, that's, that's what you're going to do anyway. <laughs> Everybody started laughing because they knew I was just going to go do what I thought I would need it to be done on patrol yeah, yeah. the way I wanted to do it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That's they were awesome. all laughing. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> I, 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 
you know, an arrest was made on Graveyard. I go, who made an arrest on Graveyard? Oh, it must have been Jeff. Yeah, because we had a skeleton crew. We'd have yeah. like t- two officers and a sergeant on Graveyard covering, you know, this, the, the district. It yeah, was huge. That's a huge you know? district. Yeah. Yeah. And when we're talking 100,000 people <laughs> when, when everybody showed up for, for classes and everything, right? Uh, so it's just like, it's, it's a miniature city. Yeah, you know, and uh, within a city, you know, and uh, <laughs> but 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 they left me alone because they knew I'd go do my job. Yeah, I'd go catch yeah. the bad guy. That's all they wanted. Just go catch the bad yeah. guy. Yeah, I'm like, don't don't instruct me all the don't yeah. do not micromanage me. I will uh, get I, the job yeah. done my way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, I went to graveyard shift and it was me yeah. and my partner and a sergeant. And uh, my partner looks at me when the sergeant's out of earsight, and he goes, so how do you want to work this? <laughs> so I said, let's just do it this way. He goes, okay, got it. <laughs> so Didn't even funny. listen to the sergeant. <laughs> is, that, is that why like, you and I get along so well? Yeah. We think alike? Yeah. It's funny. Uh, kind of similar, similar story to, I mean, no. not a cop, but uh-huh. that mindset at my work where I had me and my supervisor. I mean, I've been already at my job for quite a bit of years. Right, and right. She, brand new supervisor, you know, and one thing, once I know my job, it's I like, don't micromanage me, leave me alone. I'm going right. to get my job done. Right. I know my, I know what I'm supposed to do. I know my do. job. Yeah. Right. Oh, the supervisor yeah. and I butted mm-hmm. heads, brother. It was, I was literally in her office constantly because it was like, no, and at times she wouldn't have an answer, or she was like, like she knew I was right, so there was nothing like it. So I just okay, can I go now? Yeah, yeah. So yep. ultimately, we 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 ended up with a really good relationship, and she right. trusted me, and she nice. knew that I get my job done and everything. Uh, she I finally got, figured out. She, she just, figured out. Yeah. You let Ricardo do what Ricardo right, was going to right. do. Leave him alone. Leave he's going to get it done. Right. That's right. the whole His point. Way, yeah. He's got a way of doing things. Exactly. He knows the job. He knows the regulations. Exactly. So when he passed along, when we I was passed along to another supervisor, one of the it was funny because one of the comments that she wrote in the email asked, you know, I'm grateful for Ricardo. This uh, told the new supervisor. By the way. Let Ricardo just do his job. Ricardo has a particular way of doing his job and mm-hmm. leave him alone. <laughs> Don't right. tell him how to change right. anything. Right. Just leave. Let him be. <laughs> right. And right. Innovation. The mother yeah. of invention, right? I mean, what's I that? mean, it's just if you if you let people be themselves, let them be what they are, mm-hmm. like God made them to be. Yep. They'll do amazing and great things. Exactly. And as soon as we try to put them in a straight jacket, no, that has to be like this, yeah. you stifle them. Yep. And yep. that's the way it is in life, too. It is. You're right. Our society is so locked down, not just as far as closing businesses and stay-at-home orders, so locked down in mentality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our mental state is a state of being locked. We, we have locked ourselves into prisons, metaphorically speaking, as we've allowed our governments, local, federal, state, to put us in such a, uh, a prison of codes and laws and regulations and taxes that when you want to 
to do something great, when you get a great idea and you want to express yourself, you're hindered. You can't... And by express myself, I'm not talking about the 1960s, take, take LSD, express yourself. I'm talking about being able to run free and do what God has designed you to do. Right? Mm -hmm. That's right. You get stifled. Right. By society, by government, by regulations, by other people who are naysayers saying, no, you can't do that. No, no. Or you go to do something and you've got the critics come out of the woodwork. Mm -hmm. The -hmm. people who sit and don't do anything are your greatest critics. Yeah. And look, folks, forget all that. Just go do something great. Yep. Yep. Get up and go do something great. If God has put something in your mind, in your heart, and you and you feel like, oh, I can never do that. Oh, I'm hindered. No. Forget all that. Mm -hmm. Get up and go do it. And yeah. don't worry about what people think. Because people are not people are going to attack you. Anytime you do something great, people are going to attack you. Everybody's ever accomplished anything that's worth anything in this world mm -hmm. has had opposition and they've been told to shut up mm, and they've yep. been told you know in, in our culture today it's oh you're a racist you're a homophobe you're uh you're a xenophobe oh you've insulted people oh this that and the other thing all that noise that's in the background doing that just Shut it out. Yeah. Get your clear vision and focus on it. And just walk right over everybody that's trying to stop you. And do something great. Yep. Good stuff, bro. When we started this podcast, mm -hmm. how did we start it, brother? A conversation, right? A conversation, exactly. I mean, we weren't looking to do anything. We were just, nah, you know, it'd be nah. fun to do a podcast. Wouldn't that yep. be cool? Oh, yeah, that would be fun. Yep. We didn't yep. know where it was going to go. No. Had no clue. But God will take something like that, and he will take it and use it and run with it, and you will be amazed, absolutely amazed at what God will do for you. Yeah. Amen. When you just open up and be straightforward, be real, be yourself, and do the right thing. Repeat that again. I like what you just said. Jeez, I don't even remember. <laughs> How did I say it? <laughs> I, I, that's a one-time shot, brother. <laughs> I know what. Uh, when, when, when you... you oh, I have to say it a different way now, okay? Because <laughs> so, I can only do it once. <laughs> Talk about doing I'm things on the fly here. <laughs> I didn't write it down, brother. <laughs> No, I mean, you just, you, you be yourself. Mm hmm Yep. <laughs> Do what's in your head. And don't worry about the noise behind you. Don't worry about what other people are thinking. Right. Do it with passion. And watch God take it and use it in a way that it will blow your mind. Yeah. Yep. Because you... You're thinking it's small. You're start. You're all oh, mm -hmm. well. You know, right. we thought we'll do a podcast. We might get ten listeners. Yeah, maybe the folks, some folks at the church will start listening to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We had no. I did. I did my YouTube video. I'll probably get like you know twenty yeah. or thirty. You know twenty or thirty yeah, views right. like I did before. 
Right. No, no, I got one that hit a hundred thousand, and I'm going. What? I woke up one morning. Remember, I, I I told you I woke up one morning. I I looked at my my uh, YouTube channel and I went, "Holy cow! What happened? Is this real? Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait a minute, what happened overnight? I, I had to pinch myself as if I wasn't sleeping. Right. right. <laughs> I was like, what well, what happened? I don't know what happened. Yeah. You know, when yeah. it, with, with the, just a few, little bit we have in this podcast, I don't know how. I, it's God. Yeah. We do we do what we do, and God does what He does. Paul, mm-hmm. was it? It said how, how it goes. Barnabas or, or somebody planted Paul. Paul watered the seed, uh-huh. and God gave the increase. Right. That's right. Well, we plant and water the seed. And God will give the increase. And whatever it is, and everybody has something they can contribute to society. Stop selling yourself short. Yep, that's true. Very true. Stop selling yourself short. Very true. And, geez, I feel like a motivational speaker tonight. Anyway. <laughs> you got to have a bright but, smile and a nice suit, bro. Come on. Because Please. circumstances don't determine my happiness. Yeah. Remember that. The joy that passes all understanding. That's that circumstances don't determine your happiness. That's true. You know, and, and you know, and like I really believe that many people feel like they they've been beat down in our oh, yeah. in our society. Oh yeah, and 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 they need to just realize th- that's the negative forces. Th- that's that's the that's the evil trying to hold you down. Don't let it get past that. Hmm. Stop con- being concerned with what other people think. Stop being concerned about what they're going to call you. Stop being concerned about what the consequences are. Forget the consequences. Yep. Like the great admiral said, forget the torpedoes. Straight, you know, full speed ahead. Full speed ahead. Right. That's right. right. Well, forget the torpedoes. Aim the ship and start going. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I like it, bro. Good stuff. And drop depth charges. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, be encouraged. <laughs> and as Christians, we find our joy in the Lord. We find our joy in the Lord. That's it. Right. You don't always have to fake the funk, as they call it. You don't no. always put up a smile and, oh, yeah, everything's all right. Hey, it's joy in the Lord in our grievances, in our suffering, in our happiness, in our sadness. We have joy. Yes, that's it. So, some wicked. So, this, yeah, I know the circumstances don't look good right now in the country. I understand that. <laughs> I know people are angry because they felt like they've been cheated, right? And they've been mis. They've been, you know that. Well, they've been. They feel like they've been cheating, cheated. Like they've been stabbed in the back. By their own government, by their own by people who they thought they could trust, mm-hmm. right? And and now the circumstances are really bad. But you know what? So what? That doesn't de- circumstances don't determine what I do. That's right. Or what you do. Mm-hmm. They don't dictate to us. Circumstances are not our boss. Mm-hmm. We're so used to a structure at work, a structure at school, a structure in society. We don't have, know how to be independent anymore. No. We don't know how to be self-sufficient anymore. Mm-hmm. 
we got to start learning. Yeah. We got to start breaking loose, breaking away from. We got to break the chains that have tied us down, and and be free again. Bottom line. Good stuff, bro. And don't ask me to say that again. <laughs> Can you repeat that? <laughs> Good stuff, my brother. It's flowing. It's flowing. Hey, I got. Since we're, you know, we were talking about news and stuff like that. I'm going to play one game with you. Well, it, it'll be like a startup game for future games that we'll do in the podcast. We're doing gaming now? Yeah, kind of like a game. Uh, well, more, more than anything, guess who said this? Oh. Or guess the... It's, it has to do with the recent oh, years. I only this have is, one because I'm not prepared. But This is this is one of those personal interview, street interviews, right? Where Kind of, kind you know, of, right. Yeah, who right. Was the first but it has to do with, with news, not historical Who was the first news. president of the United States? Uh, Ronald Reagan? Right. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. All right. So who said this recently? I am no longer a Southern Baptist. I haven't even paid attention to any of that. You haven't paid attention? No. Take I a wild heard. guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say uh, Mueller. Eh. Okay. You get two more. Two more? I am no longer a Southern Baptist. Who was Southern Baptist that would no longer be a Southern Baptist? I don't even remember who all Southern Baptist. Yeah, uh, that's true. It'd be hard to yeah, remember. Yeah, but I mean the most. Uh, I, I know Albert Moeller. He was. He's ahead of the Southern Seminary, so he didn't say it. All right. So I can't remember names, brother. Um, would it be someone on the uh, woke side of the crowd? Yeah, it is. Yeah, all right. Yeah. How about the uh, How about the president, current president of Southern Baptist Convention? More, more. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Okay. You give up? Uh, it was. Would it be male or female? Oh, <laughs> it's a female, isn't it? Female. It's female. Oh, who's the two women preachers that are so uh, prominent? Uh, I can't uh, think of their you're names. You're Wharf. You're it's getting, one of those two. It's in the tip of your tongue. <laughs> Just say it. Name, name the two and I'll pick one. It has the same last name as the individual we just on. Moore. Oh, Beth Moore. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> what do we have for him, Johnny? <laughs> Beth Moore leaves a Southern Baptist denomination. I am no longer a Southern Baptist. And did the, celebra- did the Southern Baptist Convention have a celebration? Ah, uh, you know what? Well, let's find out. Uh, author they and Bible teacher. Brother. They probably threw an underground party or something. Did they have punch and cookies. <laughs> you know? You know? <laughs> cookies in the shape of Beth Moore. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, author and Bible that? teacher Beth Moore is reportedly breaking ties with the Southern Baptists. In an interview published by Religion News Service on Tuesday... More share that she is walking away from the Southern Baptist denomination. So what is she now, Muslim? <laughs> She's going to wear a burqa? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am still a Baptist. Oh, okay. Oh. But I can no longer identify with Southern Baptist. So I, what Baptist is she identifying with? Sure. <laughs> I love so many Southern Baptist people. So many Southern Baptist churches but I don't identify with some of the things in our heritage that haven't remained in the past. So. Should we go start digging through her closet and digging out her, uh, her skeletons? Know, I mean, she wants to dig into their closet and their ancestry. Why don't we dig in through her closet and see what's in her closet? 
I bet you there's some oh, skeletons yeah, in there. Oh, yeah, of course. I'll bet you there's some good skeletons in there. So, one of her big things here, was, as it says here, being pro-life herself, Moore shared that she understood why Trump's pro-life platform was attractive to some Christians, but given the tapes, she couldn't get behind the widespread support for him within the faith community. I quote, quote her here, he became the banner, the poster child for the white, the great white hope of evangelical, evangelicalism, the salvation of the church in America. Nothing could have prepared me for that. Brother, do you think that Trump was the great white hope of, of, of our Christianity? No. <laughs> and nobody who supported him believes that. No. This, this, is, this, is, star, this is straw man. Mm-hmm. This is misrepresenting what we what we believe about Trump, and then turning it against us. The yeah. misrepresentation. Yeah. That's a straw man argument. Yeah, I mean, she's come out. You know, she woke, obviously, critical race theory. Mm, you know, she's pushed for women preachers, uh, for uh, the misogyny within, uh, you know, and men within Southern Baptist uh, uh, Convention. You know, she's pushed for that. Like, supposedly, we're still living in those times where, you know, the the um, men have, have been misogynist throughout. So she's bought into, like, yeah, she's bought into the uh, cultural studies yeah, uh, patriarchy concept. That's and, huge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's. I'm garbage. thinking because there was a non-Southern Baptist that stood up to her, or you know, took a stand and say, "Wait a minute, no. First of all, there's no women preachers. You know, no women pastors. You know, not because we so say so, but because that's how God designed. That's how it. God intended it to be. Exactly. Right. It's His church. Right. This is not. It's not the same thing as climbing up the ladder of a corporation and becoming the CEO or becoming the vice president of the mm-hmm. corporation. Two totally different animals. Mm. You're messing with God's bride. That's a totally different situation. Yeah, God has the right to run his church in the manner he determines. Mm. And he told us in scripture how he wanted to be ran. That's right. That doesn't make men any better than women. It's just that that's how God designed it. And that's how he wants it. And what God wants, God gets. Yep. Right? Yep. This is, has nothing to do with women's liberation or equality or anything like that. This has to do with honoring our creator and the one who gave us the church in the first place. The one who gave his life on the cross for the church. Mm-hmm. Honoring him. Honoring what he determines for the church. Not, well, I don't like that, God. That's not what I want. Mm-hmm. Well, who cares what you want? Right, right, right. This is how God wants it, Rand. This is yeah. what he determined. Yeah. You know, and and so the church is not a corporation. The church is not a business. The church is not um, a government. It's mm-hmm. not an equal opportunity employer. It's the church. Mm-hmm. It's a spiritual entity. It's building a spiritual kingdom. It has to be done a certain way. Mm. It is the most vital, most important thing that this world can do is to put the gospel out, the Great Commission, in the manner that God determined it. Mm. 
because God will not honor our pride and our arrogance and our desire to take a position that God did not design for us to have or determine for us to have mm. just because we're full of ourselves. Yeah. Okay? Preacher, being a preacher, a pastor, is not, a, it's not like being a king or a CEO or a president. Being a preacher is tough. Hmm. It's, it's a position of being the greatest servant to the people of God. Yep. Is she prepared to be the greatest servant of the people of God? No. She wants to be the boss. Hmm. And preachers are not bosses. They're, they're proclaimers of the Word of God. Yep. They have a gift. And God says for them to use that gift. And they, uh, they serve the church humbly. That's a good preacher. Now, there are too many preachers that don't do that. And, and so we get this image of a, this, this sort of a corporate hierarchy in the church. And that's where that mentality comes from. Mm. There, is no, there is no corporate hierarchy in the church. The pastor is not your boss, not your ruler, not your king, not your president. The pastor is there to guide you and help you spiritually. That's right. He's a spiritual counselor. Mm -hmm. He's a proclaimer of the word of God from the pulpit. That's what a pastor is. She doesn't even understand the most fundamental concept of being a pastor. And yet she wants to be one. Mm. That is, all that is, is just pride and arrogance and look at me. I want to be in the limelight. I want to be the one behind the pulpit, pulpit right. that everybody gives praise to. Mm -hmm. That's all that is. And that is what Christ rebuked the Pharisees for. We got to get this straight. I'm so tired of this. This is just stupid what these what these what people like Beth Moore are doing. It's stupid. They don't understand. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking about the most important thing that can that that is on earth. We're we're talking about messing with the bride of Christ here. Yeah. That's no small matter. It's this is she's just looking for equal opportunity to break the glass ceiling. That's not what the church is about. That's not what it's for. That's not what God that's not what God designed for his bride. That's right. So you might want to be careful there, Beth Moore. You're picking a fight with your creator. You might want to back it off a few notches. I'm just saying. Hmm. But nobody will tell her that. I'll tell her to her face if I ever see her. Back it off. Yeah. yeah. Because this is very, very serious stuff that they're messing with. Yeah, most definitely. You know. Most definitely. Um, mm -hmm. making a, trying to make a mockery out of the church. Right. church body right because that's uh, the way you understand uh, biblical interpretation or you want to add to it because you want to stay relevant or go with the flow of what this culture is predicting mm -hmm. 
Oh, Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's kind of funny. She right away started talking about, you know, oh, yeah, women have value. Women should be in positions of, uh, you know, we have the ability. And then it was like, wait a minute, Beth. It's not a matter of value. It's a matter of order. Right. God intended an order. He put in order. Right. To, you know, for, for life. Right. Positions in church. Right. Head of household. Yes. Doesn't mean you're in less valuable than the men are. We're all equal at the cross. We're all in made in the image of Christ. Right. So that brings a mentality to where not only men but women men not only women but men are taking the same position. I've seen comments, brother, articles on men like, Yeah, that's right. Women can be pastor, no problem. Oh, that verse where I do not permit a woman to speak. Oh, that, that was just Paul telling that church there that. Oh, oh that, that, that does not, that, that didn't mean for, it doesn't have, it doesn't have nothing to do with pastors. So we're reading our messed up culture into the scriptures. Exactly. And, and, no, it's not because of that. It's because Genesis chapters Three, four, five. It's it has to do with the beginning. It has to do with God's order of design. Exactly. That's exactly what it has to do with. It has nothing to do with uh, trying to oppress anyone, uh, stopping anyone from having equal opportunity. We. This is part of the. Uh, see, this is the programming that we have in our minds. Mm. From that one-eyed monster, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. from those cultural studies classes in the yeah. university, <laughs> right? We have our, our brains have been brainwashed. We have been we have been programmed to think in this manner. That's right. We really have, and we have to be deprogrammed to really understand the scriptures the way they really are written. We have to deprogram ourselves from our cultural biases. You know, mm-hmm. because our cultural biases are going to hinder our ability to understand Scripture and to understand it correctly. Yep. I mean, it's it's that's and that and really that's the key. How do you do that? Turn off the TV and pick up your Bible and start reading it. Take it seriously. Turn off the YouTube. Pick up your Bible. Start reading it. Yep. Yep. You know, um, if you get 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 great Christian books. Mm-hmm. And start reading them. Yep. Yep. Read read books that are going to challenge you. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's <clears throat> that's so key there, brother. Because books that are going to challenge you. A lot of people think, oh, I, you know, I, obviously that there's people that can set their minds to read, 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 and read and read, and their knowledge and understanding is is great. There's people that they're not great readers, but when you pick up a good book you know that has very good information that challenges your thinking right even if you read a little bit a day yeah oh yes guess what that's gonna change that's gonna challenge you exactly yep you know so there's no excuse you know because a lot of people think oh i have to i'm not one that goes into routines like oh i gotta read 10 minutes here 10 minutes there. right i I read but i i read all the time Right. I read when I'm sitting at times in, in 
waiting for something or even if I'm waiting at work for because our system sometimes take a little 10 minutes to upload things or and if I'm done with uh, whatever work I'm doing I'll, I'll put in a reader and I'll, I'll listen to something that's reading a book you know and just little times and that's a lot of the times the little sections or something brother it's just yeah it's it, it blows your mind because you 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 think about it you chew on it and you and then you go wait oh wow now let me go to scripture and mm-hmm. see what this person said how it relates or how does he he applied it and you know it's so little things like that but yeah that's that's the problem people do not well first of all pastor our pastor Brian said it right. a couple times mm-hmm. one of the biggest uh issue, problems with the church is that it's full of ignorant christians <laughs> true it's true. And, and it's so true. Church becomes a ritual. It becomes a ritual. It becomes, I'm going to go get my daily, um, I'm going to go take my daily spiritual, vi- or my weekly, it should be weekly, yeah, spiritual be weekly. Uh, vitamin, yeah. if we make it weekly. That's true. <laughs> take my true. weekly. Sometimes it's my twice a year spiritual vitamin. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. And, and we don't, and we don't, no, it's, it's all in or nothing. Mm-hmm. Either all in or nothing. Let me let me give you an example of what you and I are talking about. Yes, most definitely. <clears throat> I'm just going to read this. I'm going to I'm gonna skip over to another section after I read this and get your response. Oh, I like this part. I'm going to go up one more paragraph. There is no omnipotent fantasy of fixing the world all on my own. I just want to keep myself sane and my loved ones safe. Yet to have any impact in righting any wrongs of the world and infuse one's own life with lightness, it is necessary to engage in a Jungian exploration of the darkness of the soul and society. Mm-hmm. Confronting inner demons and outer devils is not a pleasant activity. Mm-hmm. To a large degree, I have come to a final conclusion. Evil has an anti-fragile operating system with long-standing psychopathic cultures, each perpetuating malignant beliefs over many generations and centuries. Mm. To make sense of the present woes, you have to retreat all the way back to early civilizations and biblical times. Summer, Babylon, Egypt, and Phoenicia inform the Western narrative the prehistory of India, China, and Japan equally, so far, so for the East. The golden thread that unites these, if there be one, is how technologies intermediate our natural social relationships and altruistic sharing nature. Guns, germs, and steel, yes, all do indeed play their part. Yet the most critical technology of all is money, mm-hmm. which always implies debt, as all money is an IOU, and hence the potential for usury. When your debt, uh, when your, when your, I'm just going to read through it. You, when your debtor neighbor has a misfortune, do you collect his assets as collateral, leaving him destitute, or offer charity to remedy the situation? Mm-hmm. Money represents an abstract claim on natural and labor resources and can be accumulated without the physical constraints of owning and defending those resources directly with fences and shackles. It is, in and of itself, a neutral phenomenon. 
what matters is how we relate to it and what boundaries we construct to limit its destructive downside. Mm. For the societal risk is that creation of money is captured by mafias who then impose a debt system a debt-based system of enslavement. Hmm. The dominance of money over today's society is so absolute that to question it appears to be an insanity. Yet, when you step right back and understand its core function, the insanity is the system we live in. For the power we assign to central banks and fiat currency is that of the gods, able to manipulate people and events at a whim. <laughs> to, know why, to know why requires us to distinguish between two categories of money and creation, mm. of money creation, excuse me. The first is that of ordinary commercial banking. Banks do indeed create deposits out of thin air when they loan you money. This is not of itself a problem, as long as a bank is solvent. And IOUs, the IOUs it creates are valid claims on real resources. Hmm. Even if you re cannot repay your loan, the bank is on the hook to make good the IOU to anyone who redeems it. Charging interest reflects this integral insurance element of banking and is a fair reward for pricing it well. Central banking is different. The origination of national debt, backed by the state's power to tax, mm -hmm. does not imply that the central banker will personally take on the burdens of caring for the sick and poor should there be a sovereign default. Central banking comes with the additional power to initiate collapses via credit starvation. <clears throat> Here comes the manipulation. So as to enable the banker classes to cheaply seize assets held as collateral. There's also the inbuilt incentive to fund wars, loaning mm. money to both sides, and to create a parallel system of political bribery, blackmail, and corruption funded using fiat money, not all of which may be on the books. The U.S. Fed hasn't been audited for a reason. Mm. Actually, they have now, yeah, and they're in big true. trouble. <laughs> yeah. Finally, there is the temptation to inject money and trans, uh, transactional relationships into every social sphere, displacing the gift economy for which humans are neurologically hardwired. I'll read that again because this is an important sentence. Finally, there is a temptation to inject money and transactional relationships into every social sphere, mm -hmm. displacing the gift economy for which humans are neurologically wired. We don't, we're not charitable to each other. Yeah. The control that money cr creation offers attracts the most sociopathic elements in society. Since sociopaths, uh, actually in the first chapter, run things. It's true. It's very true. Attracts the most sociopathic elements in society since they must be entirely unempathetic to the resulting suffering of the populace. Perhaps unsurprisingly, the story of the last 6,000 years is therefore the relationship between the money changers and the temple keepers, <laughs> who ought to be the custodians of our collective morality, who defines what is usury and where charity should begin and end. The successful takeover of society by debt-based slavery requires voluntary servitude because force cannot scale. 
<laughs> this means a pathocratic governance system that subverts natural law and human love. That in turn requires three ingredients. Hierarchical structures under the cruel control of psychopaths, hidden occult knowledge curated by secret societies to create persistent covert power, and then get this one, brother, and process of infiltration, infection, and inversion to redirect the resources and energies of institutions, especially those of a spiritual or religious nature. Wow. Mark Twain as Mark Twain, <clears throat> as Mark Twain quipped, "Truth is stranger than fiction, but it is be- but it is because fiction is obliged to stick to possibilities. Truth isn't. That's very true. <laughs> if you want to understand the deepest resource, I'm sorry, go again. If you want to understand the deepest sources of power in the modern world, you need to understand how the custodians of the power of money operate. Mm-hmm. They are drawn from a small number of." Family bloodlines, both in the West and the East, they involve a complex mix of both good, great good and true evil. And the story is not a simple one. The wicked ones even have a doctrinal system you've heard of, you've not heard of, excuse me, Luciferianism. What I would, I was fit do this one paragraph. What I would like to suggest to you is that we are now at the very end of a 6,000-year cycle of this phenomenon, originating in Babylon and its collapse, mm. and tracing through the Silk Road and Roman Empire and beyond. There is no precedent to draw upon in our written history or personal experience for what is unfolding now. Wow. And this was written in 2020. That's exactly what we've been talking about. Amazing book. <laughs> Jeez. The book's called Open Your Mind to Change, a guidebook to the Great Awakening by Martin Geeds. Very, very good. That is but really good stuff. Your thoughts, brother, on that? I mean, it's pretty much ending, pretty much the end, ending our podcast from a, you know, a book that has just pretty much Told us exactly what we've been saying. He just laid it out. I mean, he lays it out. Right. I mean, it's just, and he goes. I like the fact that he's saying six thousand years because it's true. It's historical. Right. It's in history. Right. They can't control us by force. Right. They have to control us by mind control. Yep. Yep. And that means things like what Beth Moore saying about religious institutes. Yep. Yep. It means. Uh, bringing the, if you want to call it Luciferian, mm-hmm. society into the church yeah. via arguments that are, I would, I would uh, deem to be antichrist. Oh yeah, most definitely. I mean, it's but it's so subtle mm-hmm. that we just we just walk right into it yeah. because we don't we're not thinking. We don't. We can't. We we don't have the ability. I mean, just reading that little bit out of that book. Mm-hmm. This guy, he he said that he he detoxed from um, from the media years ago. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, and, yeah, yeah. It sounds like and yeah. So, he, and he he's a thinker. He's a thinker. Right. Yeah. And uh, but he's he's he likes the internet though. Yeah. He said the internet can be used for great things. Oh yeah, most definitely. You know, but but. 
I, I know we need to end, but I, I, I just don't know if I can find the right words to emphasize that we really do need to detox from the power brokers of society who run media Mm -hmm. because they're programming us to think a certain way. And the universities are programming their students to think a certain way. And it's, it's very, very harmful. Oh yeah. Most of them. And and it's, 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 it's holding us down. It's chaining us down and it's preventing us from reaching our full potential that God has given us. Amen. Good stuff. Uh, when you were saying, when, you know, you read, uh, the Luciferian, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm thinking biblical paganism. Yeah. Paganism, a pagan world. Right. Right. And, and the, th- mm-hmm. the thing why it infiltrates individuals, mind, and even Christian that's supposed to have a biblical worldview, you know, start questioning it's. Again, the Bible ignorance plays a lot into that. Mm-hmm. When there's no proper understanding of the Word of God, we're easily going to be challenged and lose that challenge because they're going to convince us, brother, with their pagan thought that, right. no, oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Without us, you know, being like the Bereans and going to scriptures to see right. if what that person is challenges us really, you know, has any light in the light of scripture. And right. we don't do that. It's the, it's the exceptional individual that swims upstream. Yep. Like the salmon do in the river. Right. But uh, swim upstream, we must. Mm-hmm. Because that's where God is. Yeah, man. Yeah. Never, but it's not going to be an easy road. It never no. was intended to be an a, a easy road. Right. You know, right. It's a, it's, we're going to suffer. We're going to suffer in this life. Mm-hmm. There, we have joy, yes. We have eternity in our eyesight, right? Right. That's that's the promise. But here, uh, I think Smiling Joe over there in Texas got it completely wrong when he says we are living our best life now. No, we're not. No, what we're, we're, <clears throat> we're not. But but we have we we can do great things in this life. Oh yeah, most definitely. And we have. Mm-hmm. We have responsibilities, and we have we have one opportunity to get this right. Mm-hmm. We don't get a redo in life. So if we've messed up, the way we set it right is by repentance, yeah, and straight and, and getting things getting back on a straight path, yeah, like the alcoholic's done mm-hmm. when when he has you know. Years of sobriety, right? Yeah. Uh, well, we we're sinaholics, and we're recovering from <laughs> and, and and we're recovering from sin, right? Mm-hmm. And we got to get it right. Mm-hmm. And so we we can't just go along to get along in this life. We can't just flow with life. Mm-hmm. We got to figure out where God is and be there. And if that means rubbing society like sandpaper, then that's what it means. Mm. But we got to figure out where God is and be there, not where populism is. You know, populism in the church, I mean. You know, what's popular in the church? I'll go with that. 
oh, what's popular in society? Oh, well, we'll just implement that in the church. Mm. No. Well, I mean, you, you can, but you'll destroy your church. Mm. You know, oh, yeah. it, won't, it won't be God's bride anymore. Right. You want to be God's bride? You, you're going to have to swim upstream with the salmon. Hmm. Other than that, we got nothing else to say. I think we're done. <laughs> Good stuff. We probably went two hours on this. Oh, one. It feels uh, like yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> hey, well, <laughs> hey, we're at one thirty-eight. Uh, I think it's time to shut it down. Good stuff. A lot of All good right. stuff, yeah. folks. Man, be thinkers. Mm-hmm. Be thinkers. Meditate on the Word of God. Read books. Good like, ones. Nacho and Nacho, Nacho Libre said, read some books. <laughs> read books. Yep. Obtain, you know, be challenged in your Read mind. books in a culture that's in a book <coughs> mood, mode, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, the Nazis burned books. Now the, uh, the woke cult is burning books. Yep. yep. Metaphorically speaking. That's right. That's right. No, we don't do that. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it to it. Uh, so remember, folks, remember, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. We'll catch you on the flip, flip side. <laughs> you have been listening to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. It's a blessing to have you. Hope that you continue to enjoy the future episodes and to tune in and share away with others that might be interested. Uh, I wanted to thank our families for supporting us, especially our wives that uh, they put up with us. They allow us to have time to study and spend time uh, in the Word of God. And uh, in return, they help us as well and they keep us accountable. It's a blessing to have them in our lives. So we want to especially thank them. I also want to thank uh, our church, uh, friends, and uh, the men's study that we have that we continue to be encouraged about. I want to thank all these people because they support us and pray for us, and uh, it's a blessing to have them in our life. Other than that, I hope you continue to enjoy the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Uh, We will talk to you soon. More episodes to come your way. Other than that, I'm out. We're out. God bless you.